Yeah, man. This is Pedro Master Barber, my homeboy. I've known her. How long have you known you now? Shit. Um, close to 10 years. Man, you oh, were close wow. to 10 years. At least. Because you were there yeah. when um I still had that clothing company. That's right. Fact, that's exactly. Because I was at... Was that we Liberty? did that Walk LA thing where we no that was that was be that was after I met you I met you at uh I met you at did I meet you at Liberty? It was one of those shows in Vegas and the, yeah that's a, that's a funny story right oh, there yeah. oh, I want to hear about it right. yeah so we set up okay, okay. this is so, for, so this is when you were doing your yeah this, this is when, is when, you were doing when your I had clothing? my apparel company yeah. this first thing color right second the second round though, I had my um my leather goods we we did leather goods anyway okay go ahead. yeah go ahead <laughs> so Imperial finished setting up right in uh -huh. Vegas and the the doors open the next day and all of a sudden like for, for some reason i was up on stage cutting hair yeah and then all of a sudden i see this guy with this badass hat and his suit was just like i'm like who in the fuck is this guy <laughs> like because the way he was dressed yeah. was that's my thing mm -hmm. and so out of hundreds or thousands of people fucking charles like which i didn't know at that time yeah. like just walks by i'm like holy shit, who's this Asian guy, man? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, look how he's dressed. And I was just like, just staring, like because of the way he was dressed, yeah, you know? Really presentable. And I'm like, oh man, this guy looks cool, man. I, I would like to meet this guy. Mm -hmm. And then the show was over and it, I never got to meet you. Um, or, or maybe we talked a little bit. You that's know what? The, you know what? The first part is right, but I, I already knew Pedro before I met Pedro because I was trying to figure out. Um, he's like, I yeah, the I was doing research <laughs> on barbers. Cause I had I had long hair and then I cut my hair. Right. Oh, well, I'm the one who cut it. Yeah. I, you you were trying the to ponytail. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to figure out your hairstyle too. Yeah. At the time, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So um, I had looked up Pedro and I came across him. I don't know how I came across. It was a long time ago. And then I went to the show. I was like, oh shit, Pure Barber Products or Razorbacks or something like that. I think it was more Razorbacks. Yeah. Because um, well, Razorbacks for everybody out there. That's your yeah. Razorbacks shop in Long, long Beach. Beach. Yeah. Right on the corner yeah. of Fourth and Redondo. Yeah. 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 But yeah. This whole thing just, let's rewind a little bit about like why of who I am yeah. and why I do things a certain sure. way is. Perfect. So I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So I did two years of um, going to college mm -hmm. and I took a bunch of different classes. You know, how you mm -hmm. have to take certain classes to if you wanted to go to mm -hmm. a four year one. So where I excelled was in speech communication. Really? Oh, wow, man. That was my thing. And I'm wow. like, wow, you know. I love this, yeah. you know? I learned how to talk in front of a crowd. I learned how to, you know, just just, just speak. Sure. Because before that, I was kind of shy, you know? And I like to have fun, mm -hmm. you know? I was kind of a, not a jokester, but I like to, I want to make people laugh. Sure. You laugh know, and, and give them a smile. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so once once I got through those classes, the this guy that used to live right down the street from me, he's mm -hmm. all, hey, come and check out where I work, you know? Uh, I work at the salon. Um, there's 144 stylists mm -hmm. there. It was in Santa Ana. Mm -hmm. And he's all, you get a dress however you want. There's no limit on how much you make. Um, you get to dress however you want. Um, come and check it out. Mm -hmm. So I did. I met the owner. I met his wife. They were just great people, mm -hmm. very humble. Mm -hmm. And there was this program called Junior Operator Program mm -hmm. where you do four years apprenticeship. And then from there you... Um, uh, you go take the state board test. Yeah. But the four-year apprenticeship, you start out uh, doing a, like being a hostess at a salon, at mm -hmm. that salon. Mm -hmm. And from there, 
uh, you go to the cash register. From mm-hmm. the cash register, you go to the back room. <laughs> From the back room, you go, and what I mean by the back room, up. yeah, you work your way like, up, but yeah. back room is you know uh, what colors to order, mm-hmm. uh, what needs to be done. Right. So that junior operator program kind of um, set you up for success if you wanted to open up your own place because you knew what right. to do. Yeah. Right. So at the same time, from the, from the back room, you went to shampooing. So can you imagine just standing there? And there was 144 <laughs> stylists in in the late 80s. So there was big hair, a lot right. of perms. So there was a lot of people that yeah. needed to get their hair sure. shampooed. Yeah. So from there, um, you just stood there. And there were certain people that liked the way you, you shampoo. So yeah. they always wanted to wait for you, unless they had color or right. the perm needed to come, you right. know, get rinsed right. off. Mm-hmm. From there, you were hoping that the person that you wanted to get, the one that's going to help you become who you are, mm-hmm. you know, you want you wanted that person to pick <laughs> you. So everybody's like, hey, um, Rudy really likes, you know, um, maybe wants to work with you or help you mm-hmm. and stuff like that. What do you think about him? The guy's the guy's amazing. That's mm-hmm. that's my mentor right mm-hmm. there because nice. he was ahead of his time. Yeah. He really was. Like mm-hmm. I was just stoked mm-hmm. that if he picked me, mm-hmm. and sure enough, he picked me. So I was with him for three years, three years, three years, just helping him. And Mm -hmm. he teaches you how to do color, perm, everything. Yeah. 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 But where he excelled was with color Mm -hmm. and men's haircutting. Yes. Women's haircut. He excelled too. But Mm -hmm. where I saw the passion was in men's haircutting Mm -hmm. and color. So, and it was just good. Mm -hmm. And so I took the state board from there. I worked in different locations in California Mm -hmm. from there. I got bored, so I went to New York City, worked out there, yeah, and then went that. to London wow. and worked out there, and then came back to California. So I got a really good, um, what's it called? Uh, um, Feeling for it? Uh, well roundness oh, okay. of hustle and bustle of New York City, mm-hmm. the European style of, um, of, of going to Vidal Sassoon mm-hmm. and just learning from there. And mm-hmm. they wanted us to, um, uh, do a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, and at the same time, like the California life and that style. So mm-hmm. I was well-rounded. Yeah. So I worked in a bunch of different places. Like I gave myself two years at each place. Yeah. If I liked it, I'll stay there longer, but I gave it two years. Yeah. And so I, I did move around a lot and I lost customers, but I gained customers <laughs> because <laughs> of what I love to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just been great. So my first shop was, um, uh, syndicate. Oh, so, right, yeah. So I'm that was my you. first shop. Okay. And, man, that, that was so successful. Is that where you met uh, Scott? No, he's, he came in, but I didn't. I was busy or I wasn't paying attention. Right. He said he came in there, but right. I don't remember. Right. Because there was a lot of people that were coming in and mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So after uh, almost 10 years, I sold it to this guy that I helped become a barber. Mm. I sold it to uh, him and his friend, mm-hmm. and this guy um, that used to work for me when I had Syndicate, mm-hmm. he opened up a shop in Westminster mm-hmm. called the Parlor Barbershop. Mm-hmm. And then so from there, um, I was there for two years, helping him out and stuff like that, and it was great. And then um, after two years, I went back to uh, Long Beach and mm-hmm. opened up, that's where I met Scott, was in Westminster. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So we worked there gotcha. for, about a year and a half together and him and I, I wanted to open up a shop and he also wanted to, but he also, that's where we formed Imperial Barber Products. Mm -hmm. You opened up Razorvax and then formed? No, we did, um, we did Imperial first at the parlor. And then from there, 
it was called a parlor classic pomade. Mm -hmm. That's what it was called. Right. And then from there, we had to change the name because we were not there anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I, this is how I got Imperial's name. Okay. I wanted something that everybody would really like think about, you know, and remember the name. Mm -hmm. So all I can think about is I wanted to conquer, you know, this mm -hmm. whole men's industry. Yeah. And in the 40s, you know, with the, with the Chinese government, yeah. and, oh my God, now what, what yeah. we're into now yeah. with this whole virus thing, but they, or I'm sorry, the Japanese, mm -hmm. Japanese, sorry, mm -hmm. they wanted to imperialize mm -hmm. over everything. All of Asia. Exactly, so I'm yeah. like, you know what? Imperial, let's call it Imperial. So uh, Scott and nice I, we name. talked about it and it's a great liked name. it. You it know? sounds very regal. Yeah. Yeah. I love the name. The products are great. I mean, we talked to Scott about how yeah. it kind of came into fruition the last time he was looking at it, two weeks ago. And uh, he shed a lot of light on how you guys create your products. Yeah. It's 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 one of the things that he's passionate about. Yeah. And I'm <clears throat> passionate about it as well. Mm -hmm. We work well together. You know, that guy is one solid, you know, business partner as mm -hmm. well as, as yeah, I love he's Scott. a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's a good dude. Yeah. He's solid. He's somebody you know you can count on when you mm -hmm. call him for something. You know, right. It's like he's, yeah. he'll, he'll roll through. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Me, it takes. Uh, I think about it. And I'm like, oh, I don't feel like going. <laughs> you know, it sucks. That's what sucks about me. I think all of us have that in us, bro. It just depends on how how um, how formal the friendship is, mm -hmm. or how how bonded the friendship is. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like I said, he's solid, and I love, I I love the guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. love the guy. Yeah, you know. So then from there, we just opened up, or not just, but um, we opened up Razorbacks mm -hmm. after working. Uh, at, in Westminster for two years mm -hmm. and then it's, it's been great so far mm -hmm. I mean we have a solid guys man those yeah. guys are solid I mean yeah. every time somebody asks me oh you own it yeah I own it but those guys the barbers at Razorbacks they're the ones that are keeping it alive yeah yeah, that's cool yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? got some diehards there yeah exactly mm -hmm. you know and a lot of them you know we told them to go to school and then from there we taught them how to cut hair mm -hmm. you know at mm -hmm. the place some of them already knew some of them we had to you know help out a little bit mm -hmm. some of them came with already like you know an idea of, of mm -hmm. how to cut men's hair yeah, yeah, you know because yeah. there's a right there's a right way and a wrong way yeah it's a group I yeah ahead. i didn't know there was like that many variables in order to become a barber yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's yeah, 1600 yeah. hours but see the program that i went it's four thousand hours Damn, wow bro and that's why he became so well-rounded too exactly mm -hmm. and you know but i saw a thing with men's haircutting mm -hmm. that was like people would like they wouldn't do it right they would just like, um, they would cut corners. Mm -hmm. mm. And I'm like, nah, man, that's not, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. I'm like, why are you gonna cut corners? Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like, I just wanted to master this right. and I did. Right. I know right. I did. Right. I mean, everybody you know? has different style of hair too. Asian hair is different right. from, from Hispanic hair or even African-American hair is different. Yeah. Than, I mean, there's mm -hmm. curly, Caucasian straight, hair. wavy, yeah, there's man. coarse, there's there's fine, there's thin, there's bald, there's, you know. So you know how to do it all. I do. You've I been cutting my hair for, oh, damn, since I met you, you've been cutting my hair. It's a long time. <laughs> I just remember that it was long. Yeah. <laughs> in a ponytail. I didn't even know that he had long hair. I, I need did. to see some images of this. I, <laughs> I, think, I, I think I have something in the I phone. think he's trying to hide it, too. <laughs> I mean, I did that before the, the man bun came alive. I did that way long time ago. Dang. When everybody started having their puns, I was like, what the hell y'all like, doing? Uh, I'm just going to grow it all out. <laughs> yeah, I, need, I was like, man, I can't do it. I need to cut this shit. Yeah. Sure enough, Looking like, like everyone a else. year later, when we went to uh, 
it wasn't agenda. We went to Liberty Trade Show. Everybody had long hair. Right. Everybody. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. very true. Yeah. But you know what? That's the great thing about being a barber is that you can change somebody's life Mm -hmm. by just giving them the haircut that they deserve Mm -hmm. and that what looks good on them. And I swear it changes their whole world. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. does. No. it does. It does. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, I agree with you in 100% fold because a new, a, a fresh haircut makes you feel fresh. It does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it changes the look in, of your face. Yeah, let for alone sure. The way people treat yeah. you. You'd be you getting know? compliments on your skinnier every time you get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so young? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, it's the haircut. <laughs> I'll take the compliment, though. Yeah. Yeah, I cut the grays out. Yeah. <laughs> Men's grooming has become quite uh, a standard nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I don't know if it was before, but nowadays, you know. Well, you know what? When, when Scott and I first started Imperial, mm-hmm. there was only like maybe just a handful of, literally, probably like maybe five companies that was doing pomades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we were one of them. And then all of a sudden, er- it, everybody jumped on the bandwagon when the whole barber scene just mm-hmm. like just became so popular. Yeah. And it was just wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I guess we wouldn't have what we have if it wasn't for that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, those people that jumped on the bandwagon, where are they now? You know, mm-hmm. we're not here anymore. And yeah. if they are, they're like not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's 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 you, funny how things like could benefit mm-hmm. or you could lose yeah and it goes back to just doing everything right the first time too because i know with us i use flourish as an example we were here and then all of a sudden you see all these other brands that were coming into the industry you know and then with us being the the brand that we were and setting the standard and moving the industry forward i mean we're still here and all these other ones that hopped on the bandwagon they're not here no more you right know? so that's an ongoing theme in every industry though mm-hmm. True. you have those people who jump on when it's convenient or when it sounds hot or trend. Right. But it's the ones that last on the battlefield that, that really win, you know? No, very true. I mean, if you just stay true to who you are and not try to change because because um, the, the scene is changing yeah. or this, yeah. as long as you stay true to your product and knowing that you're putting out a good product, mm-hmm. you should last. Yeah. For sure, for yeah. sure. Your product should always last. Uh, also, I, I honestly think too, it's the the quality of the people that are running the company. No, very true. You know, I mean, because we I had know you guys. Yeah, I was just gonna say you guys had a lot of ups we and downs. We had ups and downs, and people, you know, took advantage of us or tried to, mm-hmm. or you know, manipulate us and stuff like that. And it's just like it's sad that there there are people out there. Yeah, you know, and yeah, unfortunate <laughs> for sure. I mean, I, I was, I'm a humble guy, and. Yeah. I care about everybody that comes and works for Imperial mm-hmm. and for Razorbacks, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd do anything for them, mm-hmm. you know? And all, that's all I want back is mm-hmm. the same, the the work hard, you know? Let's 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 bring this up together, you mm-hmm. know? If if I succeed, you succeed mm-hmm. mentality. See, I think that's the reason why we're friends cuz we have the same philosophy on life as well as friendship, yeah. not just business. But I mean, Josh and I were talking about this the other day, you know? I mean, I lost my daughter recently and I was just thinking to myself, we were playing out, playing out scenarios, and I was like, man, I'm a dog lover. He loves dogs. The right thing to do is when you pick up a dog, you kind of return it. Right. But there are people out there that's, no, very that, true. that keep dogs or steal dogs. Yeah. And I'm just saying, listen, I don't. you have to read in between the lines and how this relates because what I'm trying to say is there's people that are still out there that do shitty things like that. And mm-hmm. I'm sure this person isn't the shittiest person, but there are people who make shitty decisions. True. Same in life and same as work, man. Yeah, it's like it's that same saying where um, no good deed goes unpunished. I did not understand uh, that, 
until I started to give, give, and give. And when you start to give to people that are taking the other on the other side, they'll 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 appreciate the taking at first. But after a right. while, they get used to it and they'll feel entitled to that. Right. And that's when that phrase comes up. No, no good deed goes unpunished. I didn't even realize that until that happened to me. And I was like, dude, I'm trying to do this guy a favor, and right. now he expects it. Not only expects it, now he's talking shit that I'm not doing it anymore. You know? I'm yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> the same in business, man. Yeah. Same in business. I've got, let's, I don't even want to get into that. It just sucks that there are people out in the world that just have to take advantage of whatever situation, whether it's a, um, what are those, uh, what do you call it when you give money to a charity, mm-hmm. but it's a fake charity, mm-hmm. you know? Or those mm-hmm. people that, um, what is it called when you um, give money and they give you like product back or what? Um, crowdfunding? Oh, crowdfunding. Crowdfunding. Crowd, crowdfunding? I guess so, yeah. yeah. You know, where it's not legit and mm-hmm. all they they take the money yeah. and then you just, okay, hey, what, what happened to that? Charity yeah. or donations mm-hmm. or crowdfunding. Yeah, 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 I get it's what like, you're what saying. What the fuck? Like, I just, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It is. It's just wrong. And, you know, yeah. this is why Scott and I, I think that's a, this is why we've lasted, you know, mm-hmm. this long mm-hmm. is because we stay true to ourselves and we we don't try to outdo each other. You know, mm-hmm. we don't. We don't. See, that's... He, know, he knows I'm a ham when it comes yeah. to uh, doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was so excited about it. Or speaking in front of a yeah. crowd, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's more... A little bit quieter, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, like, he understands, like, I like doing this stuff. Yeah. And I thrive on it. Mm-hmm. I'm a ham. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm a ham when it comes mm-hmm. to stuff. Mm-hmm. Taking photos of me or the Imperial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're a good look for the brand, too. And plus, you got a lot of steeds, man. I've always, I've always told you that. <laughs> I've always told you that, bro. So, I, I feel like you should do it more. Yeah. But you know what? We wear, we wear multiple hats in, yeah. in, in the company. Yeah. So, and I like being in the warehouse. So mm-hmm. being out in the warehouse, I get dirty as fuck, man. With, <laughs> you know, just just shit, you Moving know. Boxes around. Yeah, exactly. Orders. You know, uh, picking up pallets and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Driving the forklift. So getting your hands so, dirty. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So and I like doing that, mm-hmm. and that's why I don't put on like the my my clothes that mm-hmm. I that I love. You know, like yeah. I used to love dressing up, and I still do. Yeah. You know, you find time for it. I do find time. Like this hat, it was in the garage, you know, in, in, in a hat box. I'm like, oh, I'm wearing it tonight. You know? I can appreciate Today's that. Today's the day. Today's the day. That's a lot. That's that's what a lot of people don't understand when they want to open a company or uh, they have this idea of creating a brand or just right. being an entrepreneur in general. They don't understand the hard work that goes in right. between it. They, I mean. They just think that it's just oh you 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 get one thing or mm-hmm. you know you make one product mm-hmm. and it it just you think that that's all you need to do mm-hmm. and it's not Mm-mm. you know there's press you need to showcase it mm-hmm. where are you gonna put it you need a strategy yeah and that's why a lot of these um, companies like pomade companies mm-hmm. that that are no longer here or trying to develop mm-hmm. you know or that want to develop mm-hmm. they're that's what they're thinking that it's just easy. You know, they think it's easy that it, you don't have to do the work or you have to you have to put your blood and your sweat and, mm-hmm. you know, all that all that hard work to make one product mm-hmm. successful. Yeah. Can you imagine having 14 products yeah. and then there's, you know, other companies that have multiple, mm-hmm. you know, and it's mm-hmm. just like each deal costs money. It does. Yeah, it yep. does. It requires a level of marketing, too. And it's, and, and it's mind-boggling, you know, mind-boggling. when people ask you, are like, oh, I'm going to start a, a product company. Oh, yeah? Um, how are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go to a chemist and make the product, and then I'm going to sell it. 
oh, okay, so have you thought about the jars, the mm -hmm. lids, the label, the marketing, the <laughs> yeah. website, you know, the people that are going to handle this? Oh, and you still need to work to, to, <laughs> to pay the bills? I tell, yeah, yeah, right. I tell Charlie this all the time, too. It's like people just see black and white. They don't see all the gray areas, right. man. I mean, you didn't even mention funding. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Like you got you, you to gotta pay like gotta the, the company. Mm -hmm. That's the, see, that's, that's the shit that makes me upset, man. It's, I've said it on multiple occasions, multiple interviews and podcasts that everybody thinks we're rich. Probably same with you. Everybody thinks that a business owner is rich. They're the, right. ones, they're the ones at the top. They're the ones raking it in. Right. But the honest truth is, it, is sometimes I still have creditors. Not anymore. Okay? <laughs> Some, I used to have creditors call me. I was late on my payments. I was late on my rent. But I made sure that everybody in my team ate first. Right. And that happened for a long time, Pedro. Yeah. Long time. Years. You're the last one to get paid. Yeah, mm -hmm. always. Whatever's left over, then then right. we'll divvy it up. Right. But a lot of times, man, we only scrape by. You know? I know you had some situations yeah, like that. Yeah, we had situations like that not too long ago either where, yeah. you know, we, we were doing well. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say we were doing the best, but mm -hmm. we were doing well. Mm -hmm. And then, man, we had to take a three three quarter pay cut. Mm -hmm. like, and that hurt you. Oh, my God. That a lot you. of shit happened to me, you yeah, know, man. but you know what? We stuck with it, which mm -hmm. one should if you mm -hmm. believe in the product yeah. and, and who, what you stand for. Mm -hmm. You should, you know, stick with it. There's a lot of people that are like, yeah, you know, I'm going to move on. This didn't yeah. work out. And yeah. it's just like, nah, man. Nah, you can't, can't give up. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. Can't. yeah, that's not an entrepreneur. No, that's not. Mm -hmm. You know? And that's mm -hmm. why like when I see companies thrive or or successful in, mm -hmm. in the same industry, I'm mm -hmm. like, wow, man, they did it. Good for them, mm -hmm. you know? Good for them. Yeah, everybody has their own lane though, even though we're in like other companies like us. Uh people doing the same thing we do, gummies or tinctures or whatever. Everybody has their own lane if they want to see it that way. Right. They're not directly copying us. Maybe I'm coming from a biased point of view because I don't see anybody as competition. A lot of people will think that's an arrogant statement. But what I mean by that is it's just because we're always thinking ahead. We're always thinking, okay, what can we do better? Mm -hmm. Right. What's our next campaign? How can we push the envelope with that? Yeah, just like Imperial. I mean, we have probably about a good nine products mm -hmm. that are developed. Mm-hmm but we don't have the funding for it just right. yet. We're all over the world. Right. We're all over the world. We yeah. have, but we're not, not going to say we're struggling because we're not, but right. at the same time, like we just don't have the money to come yeah. out with it because you have to do it right. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. that, that's, I think that's also what happens when you self-fund. Correct. But the, the beautiful part of self-funding is that you don't really answer to a lot of people. Whether you have that's like us. one or, yeah, whether you have one or two investors, okay, I can handle that. But when you have, you know, a VC company come in and just give you two, three, four, five million dollars. Now you're answering to somebody else. And really, is it your own product anymore? No. Is your, no, because you always have to answer to other, a few other people that have their own opinions right. yeah. on what right. they would like to right. see. Right. You know, and, and, and the funny part is that you're right. Self-funding is probably one of the hardest ones, but satisfying because you don't you just answer yeah. to yourself yeah. Yeah. or to your business partner. And if you yeah. guys are on the same page, yeah. well, you're standing on your own two feet. Right. You know, there's no safety net. It's just you and, you know, a high wire, if you will, you know, getting across the Grand Canyon. Yeah. If you fall, you die. Correct. And that's really the situation that we've been in every day. <laughs> just fortunately, we've been able to make the right moves. And it sounds like Imperial's been around for a while and you guys have been steady. Yeah, 10 years. No, yeah. A little over 10 years. We've that's been. great, wow. man. Yeah, 2009, ups and downs. Right? Yeah. yeah, ups and downs. Builds good character. or the bad. It, uh, it built a, it built a <laughs> lot of character for sure, yeah. yeah. There was, you know, 
I don't want to say I almost gave up, but it was like, man, when that when that hard time comes, you're like, okay, what am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? But then you have to snap out of it. You're like, nah, man, this is my livelihood. Yeah, this is this is this is what it is, and you just go through it. Yeah, you right. eat top ramen and shit yeah. food and. <laughs> Can't go out no more. Can't you, go out anymore. Yeah, you're the classic story of the entrepreneurship. I think a lot of people have that story as well. And they can relate to that, you know? It's like, if you don't have thoughts every other day when you start that you want to quit, I mean, shit, bro, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're in the right business. I don't know if you're, you're doing it right because that's what it takes, man. Right. If, you're, if you get to the first speed bump, you're like, nah, fuck it, I'm over it. And, and <laughs> yeah. earlier when I talked about David Beckham, which yeah. I, I don't want to knock the guy, and I'm not knocking him down. Mm-hmm. The only thing is like, see, just because he has the name, and yeah. I'm sure he had somebody go to the chemist and be like, oh, we need this and this and that. And Beckham maybe didn't have anything, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he's all, yeah, I like the smell, you know. Mm-hmm. But he didn't really go to the chemist. Maybe, I could mm-hmm. be wrong. I try looking it up, but it doesn't explain that part. <laughs> and like to feel and to go yeah. like from A to Z, you know, uh, starting with A going, okay, this is a, a sample, you know, well, and you're up to Y and you still right. haven't found that. Well, I'm sure he didn't do that. You see, let's let's get into that a little bit because that's a deeper conversation to have. A lot of these people, so-called celebrities, right? They brand themselves and leverage their own name to sell products. Whether those products are good or not, I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb or on a ledge and say nine out of ten products that celebrity are endor- that celebrity endorse they're not quality yeah they're shit they're not quality you know it's it's also why the problem i had with uh when uh kylie jenner uh-huh. came out with her brand and she was on forbes magazine as the first self-made billionaire it's kind of kind of almost the same thing the same conversation that you're having with us which I, I didn't really agree with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad she's made a ton of money in the cosmetics industry, and her cosmetic products and packaging are great. But for them to be like she's self-made, I, I just didn't agree with that. No, I, you see, know? I see where you're going with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, her mother no, is – Very true. Her mother's her mother's the kingpin. She's the shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's the one who blueprinted everything out. Yeah. And then obviously Kim Kardashian is, is the mama bear of that, that whole sister group. Right. So she paved the way. And then – Obviously, Kylie came along and she blew up super quick, but that was already the, the, it the, was already the, established. The it runway was already, was already yeah. paid. right, exactly, and it was just for the takeoff, mm-hmm. you know. And it kind of goes back to what you're talking about with Dave Beckham. And I'm sure they had like a bunch of people guiding her. Obviously, too. bro, they had money. We, they already yeah. had money in the bank. They had the, exactly. the branding in, in in the queue. They had already a team of right. successful people and helping you, them. And you and I, we just had to figure not figure it out, but well, yeah, we had to figure it out. We didn't have the the people going, okay, no, don't do that, do this. Okay, exactly. Yeah, keep on doing this. Okay, exactly. don't do that. Keep exactly. on doing this. You just got to go through those life experiences right well, there. Well, I mean, they have a phrase. It's called hard knock school. There you school go. School of hard knocks, school. I should say. I'm correcting myself. <laughs> all right? School of hard knocks. And that's really what it is, man. But that just makes it all more gratifying and satisfying when people like us Correct. were standing on our own two feet. Right. And we said, you know, we went through the trials and tribulations, jumped through the hurdles, and we're here. Right. We may not be a billionaire, billion-dollar company or billionaires individually. Right. But man, you know, we put a lot of people on. We learned a lot of life lessons, and nobody did it for us. We did it. Right, exactly. And you know what? The, one of the best part about owning your own business as well, and working hard, and not having, you know, doing it all by, um, uh, you just said it right, uh, school of hard knocks. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that is that you employ people. Mm-hmm. 
That's mm-hmm. the, that, I love that. I love employing people mm-hmm. and taking care or trying mm-hmm. to take care of them, making sure that their bills are paid and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The barbers that I have, man, I, I 100% believe in them. Mm-hmm. More than I, a thousand percent, mm-hmm. you know, because they're there, they're doing the hard work. They're keeping um, mm-hmm. Razorbacks alive. Mm-hmm. And that's, I love it, you yeah. know? And if they want to go open up a place themselves, Scott and I would help them. Man, <laughs> they can't work for us forever. Yeah, you know we yeah. want them as long yeah. as they're respectful. Yeah. You know, with our company, yeah. which a few of them they were. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm happy that they worked for me mm-hmm. for a, quite a while, mm-hmm. and then they opened up their own place. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's just. Uh, I'm not that's selfish. <laughs> you know, you're guiding them in the right direction too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah, exactly. That's a testament to the kind of person you are, though. A lot of business owners don't even take it that far. You know, it's like offense to if you open up another shop. Oh, that's not that's not good for us. You know, we're right. not going to be friends. Yeah. But that's just like I said, another testament to who you are as a person. You know, as long as we do our, our job and we do great haircuts, we shouldn't have any problems. You know, and it's all based on the relationship that you have with that barber mm-hmm. as well, because mm-hmm. you can have that special relationship, but the haircuts could be crappy. But he still wants to. That person still wants to go to to you know the barber because they have a relationship, yeah. right. you know. Right. And then you have the other side of it is that you have a great barber that has no personality, <laughs> and the guy doesn't want to go there, but mm-hmm. he goes there because the the haircuts are good and mm-hmm. and it's not a relationship, you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Have to go hand in hand. Yeah. I think right. that's find a, that fine line. Yeah. yeah. That's in every uh, uh, business too. You have to have that relationship because I mean. You could have a, a, a shitty product inside of a shop, and I mean, they'll push that unless you have that good relationship. I mean, your product could go like the limit, you know, or not Correct. even the limit actually. So yeah, I mean, I think what Josh is trying to say is you can have a shitty product, but if you have a good relationship, people will back that product. Yes, exactly. right, yes, obviously, yeah. And yeah. you can have a, sh- a great product, mm-hmm. no marketing, no relationship, nobody gives a shit. Right. I've told it, I said it many times before. It, we, our sales team is, is one of the best that we have in the business, and one of the most important parts of our company is our sales team. And I'm sure it's the same for you, man. Yeah. You know, no, correct. You guys are pretty hands on, from what I understand. Yeah, we do everything. Yeah. I mean, we're the salesperson. We we do the emails. Scott and I, all of us, all of us do. There's mm-hmm. only four of us in the company. Yeah, you know, we do yeah. it all. Wow. Yeah, and you yeah. guys had a downsize. Yeah, we at had one uh, point. Yeah, at one point. Well. It went from Scott and I, mm-hmm. and then so having two people, then mm-hmm. three people, mm-hmm. and then we had five people, mm-hmm. and then we had eight people. Mm-hmm. Now we're back down to uh, four people. Yeah, you know, and, and that happens, right? Yeah. Downsizing and expanding always happens. Well, you can't you can't have somebody hired, and if and if the money isn't coming in, and they're not gonna like go, hey, can I pay you next week? Yeah. You know, hey, mm-hmm. can I pay you next week? It doesn't yeah. fly that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Relationship or not, people need to eat, Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. And that's the other part of the burden that people don't talk about as far as entrepreneurship, is the burden that we carry when we when we actually hire people. Right. Because I... We have to be mom, dad, we have to be um, the boss, we have to be everything. The bad guys, too. The bad, the good. Dude, it's mentally draining. It mm-hmm. is. I mean, I'm drained right now. And then, thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> serious. Man. Well, then, well, then you have like people that you know create drama, and you're like, "What the fuck, man? Yeah. Just do your fucking job." You're, de- what the you're fuck? dealing with emotions after. Yeah, exactly. Know? And you're like, then you get home, you're like, "Oh my god, I, th- I had to deal with this shit." Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's that's what you call the human aspect of entrepreneurship, right? Because Which, money sees no color; it's only green, and it has no opinion. Right. Okay. 
money is money. I give it to you, it'll love you just the same as it loved me. Right. But people. Mm-mm. No way. It's, it's the opposite. Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top 10. Having to manage two people, let alone four, five, six, eight, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, dude. Now you gotta have that. That's a shit show. You gotta have people manage other people. Right. And that's an art form in itself. I've come to learn that. It is the barber shop. Man, loved it. Had eight barbers, you know, including me. I'd be like, all right, uh, you're running a little bit late. Okay, let me go tell your customer. Oh, there's a walk-in. Mm-hmm. All right, so if that person's running late, okay, that he's running ahead. I go tell the barber, hey, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to do one haircut before you do the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it gives me 15 minutes, you know, that I can mm-hmm. just kick back. I'm all, okay, but at the same time, I need your help. Yeah. All right, so I, I don't even say, they don't even give me a, wait. They don't even say yes or no. I walk away and I tell the customer, see, see that guy with the green shirt? His <laughs> name's, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You're, go, you're gonna go with him in mm-hmm. just a few minutes. Let him finish up mm-hmm. and he'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your patience. Always, thank you for your patience. Yeah. Cause it's true, thank mm-hmm. you for your patience, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then I go to the barber, okay, you're, t- you're taking that guy. And, and if he makes a scene or not a scene, but if he, I can tell that he's pissed, you know, once he's done, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm just putting money in your pocket. <laughs> so if you don't want money in your pocket, Managing then, people, man. yeah, exactly. But this is the whole thing, but I loved it, man. <laughs> I thrived on it. It was good. It was like, yeah. right, it's like an orchestra, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, <laughs> you're doing this. Okay, you're doing that here. That's yeah, a good yeah. way to look at it. You know? yeah. Well, there's a walk-in. Okay, let's, I start looking around. Yeah. You can ask any of my barbers. They yeah. do. When I look around. Yeah. You're a people person, bro. Yeah, I am. You're a people person. I loved it. Showman. Yeah. Did you, you ever have, did you ever have any like tough uh, employees to deal with sometimes though? Yeah, you know, tough, but at the same time, like I gave him chances, mm. you know. Say, hold on, what? When do you gotta know about Pedro? He's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think people are listening now or too. watching can say that he might be a little too nice sometimes. Uh, you know what? There's, it's just that's I a good care. thing. That's a great trait. Yeah, it is. But at this, it, I'm not saying it for my like to, for me and myself saying that, but sometimes I want to be a fucking hard ass and say no, but I care too much, mm. like. About your feelings, about your feelings. <laughs> okay, does that person hate me now because I'm making them do this? I'm yeah. like, nah, man. There's sometimes that's gotten you in trouble, though. It listen, has. listen. And the last <laughs> podcast was Scott. I've told you, man, that you've cut my hair for a long time, and we're actually very good friends now because right. because of that relationship, almost by default. Because I sit in the chair at least what 25 minutes, 30 minutes at a time now. Yeah, something like that. It's sometimes, sometimes it's longer, longer yeah. right? Because we're talking. Right, exactly. But what I'm saying is, I told him I'm tell you the same thing. You know some really deep shit about me. Yeah. That a lot of people don't know. And, you and know vice lot, versa. And vice versa. You know a lot about yeah. me that a lot of people don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so in those conversations, I've known the struggles that you've gone through. And yeah. it's tough, man. It is. And listening to you right now, I mean, sometimes I just want to slap you and say, yo, you got to just tell him no. <laughs> or sometimes I'm just like, He's come like, on, bro. <laughs> we can do this together. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not as sexy or as fun as we all make it to be. No. Business or life. Right. No, I hear you. Seriously, it's just like one of those things where it's just like, I'd rather take the burden than me, um, than, what's the saying? I'd rather take the burden and give it, I'd rather you take all my breath than me taking your breath. Mm. You know? You'd rather be hurt than have somebody else hurt. Exactly. Right. I'd rather be the You'd one. You'd rather feel the pain. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look. 
full disclosure, I've I've had many conversations with Paige before, <laughs> and I said, man, how much can you hurt before you actually die? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, and deep. at some point, no, at some point, you got to say, you know, you know that, dude, you know that um, example on the airplane, you say, put your put your oxygen mask first before you put on your daughters or your or your or your passenger mm-hmm. on on the airplane. That's the same philosophy, bro. Put on when the, the, the sh- when the shit's going down and the plane's going down, these oxygen masks that pop down. You gotta yeah, put yours I, on first. I'd probably be the one putting you're, it you're on putting everybody, everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> now you're putting somebody else. Oh, you're, dead. you're dead. You're done. You're done. What, what good is that? You're already in too deep. Yeah, but at least I saved a bunch of people. That's, right. See, that's where my brain is. Like, right. okay, I'm going to save all these people and then I'm going to save myself, right. whether I survive or not. You know? Right. But that's just me. Right. That's just me. And if I could change, I, I would like to, but I, this, this is who I am, Yeah, you know? It is, man. It makes a good person. It makes a great mm-hmm. person. And that's why we're friends. But at the same time, as we were talking, <laughs> as we were talking in the middle of this conversation, I mean, there's a lot of shitty people that'll take advantage of that. Yeah, and you know what? They have a few of them, mm-hmm. and no lie, you know? I, mm-hmm. I still talk to some of them, you mm-hmm. know? I really do, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, ah, let bygones be bygones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You that. know, there's a few people that I still don't talk to, and I'm like, I don't care to talk to them. Because mm-hmm. I don't even give a shit, you yeah. know? But yeah. not, I don't want to say not in a mean way, sure. but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I have nothing to give to you. Yeah, I get you. Nothing. Yeah, it's water under the bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, right? The energy. Because I, I used to wear it on my shoulders like, yeah. fuck, what the fuck? It's taxing, man. isn't it? Yeah, it the is. Energy? It's like, it's, it's, it sucks. And you're just like, you always think about it and you get mad and then you start mm-hmm. reacting different, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, but at the same time, like, finally, like, I'm like, you know what? It's all good. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. I had to learn that the hard way. Yeah. And then yeah. it wasn't too long ago that I just like realized that either. Yeah, man. It's tough. I struggle with that too. I try to be a nice guy as well as an asshole and somewhere in between. I, I try to be that guy, but it just never works out. Right. I always end up being the fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Charles manages it very well, to be honest. Yeah. I know he does. Yeah, he, he does. does. He really does. <laughs> you know, I always just want results, man. I tell people, don't bring your personal problems here because I end up caring about them mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have to do something about it. But if you don't tell me in the first place, I won't know. So don't bring it here. <laughs> what do you bring here? I'm like, God damn, what am I what can I do to help you out? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like he gives in. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough to have that balance because when people put your put their their faith in you, just like you know what you said, I carry that burden around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because it, in the beginning it was just me and my cousin and actually Josh too. He helped us build this company. And when more people come on, it's like, okay, shit, here's another guy that's jumping onto our ship. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure our ship is afloat and it keeps oh, keep going forward. Yeah. Speaking about ships, remember the boat ride that we took? <laughs> <laughs> so that's when I first, uh, yeah, that's that's when when I first met you. Yeah. I was just like, dang, Pedro's sick and this Scott too. <laughs> but yeah, that boat ride. How'd you like it, Charles? No, man. <laughs> Scott was telling me, he's like, you got to bring this shit up. What were we on? A 10, what, a 20-foot boat? No, Fif- it was a 15-foot, 10-foot boat? No, it was... Oh, yeah, it was probably about a 21. 20. I don't know, man. It was <laughs> shitty. It felt like a fucking, um, <laughs> a, uh, what did they call those uh, rafts? That's what the fuck it felt like. <laughs> those just like a white, a white yeah, water. Yeah, it was pretty dude. bad. Yeah, I was like, dang, these dude. guys are vicious on this right now. Dude, this guy was an asshole on that one. He was off-roading that thing, basically. When we, I, were, like, we were taking airborne. <laughs> yeah, when we were going out of the bay, whatever it was, yeah. and he just let it rip, dude. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. He said it was like... Uh, uh, off-roading on water. It's like off-roading on water. It really is. And we didn't have Especially any seatbelts. You no, know, no seatbelts in a boat. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So I didn't know how dangerous it was, dude. You know, it's just, 
that was fun. It yeah. really was. I mean, because when we were doing well, we you know we were in the boat club, mm, yeah, you know, and it was just like it was fun because mm-hmm. we get to choose whatever boat yeah. size or whatever we wanted, and then from there we're just like take it out. But you know what the fucked up part about it is me driving the boat coming back in was the hardest thing i ever had to <laughs> really? do and getting gas oh my the, the gas yeah. tank on on the boats it's sometimes it's on the right sometimes mm-hmm. it's on the left mm-hmm. you know and it's so when it's easy to get in to go get gas mm-hmm. it's just like oh shit it's on the other side and you have to do a turn but the current's taking you oh, and you have to, you, you, oh man it just sucks <laughs> it just sucks and then trying to park that thing inside oh, a slip man, yeah and then the other boats are like all right there you don't want to look like a noob huh no yeah, exactly that was fucked up <laughs> and i'm sitting there doing a 360 between all the boats because i'm like i didn't want to i couldn't do it. well i don't want to say i couldn't do it because i did it yeah. but at the same time <laughs> took forever Hard. Yeah, yeah. How long, that was hard how, shit. How often were you guys like taking the boats out? I would. Scott is the one who did it more. Okay, you know. But I would do it maybe. Well, he would do it every weekend, mm-hmm. and then I would do it maybe three. No, probably about twice a month. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but driving boats are not easy. Because I remember I was doing it when I was in Havasu. I was like, damn, I'm going to be hitting somebody. Because the current, yeah, it takes you, like, away. Yeah, you know? and, and, you know, they tell you slow is the best thing. Like, don't even – slow, you won't you won't wreck anything. But, man, when that current is taking you and there's people watching you, and it's just like, what the fuck, Yeah, you don't man? look like an idiot. Yeah, exactly. We didn't even have nurse products back then. I wish we had because I would have taken some. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, man. Did you ever use cannabis products growing up? You know what? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to smoke a lot of pot. Mm-hmm. No, that was another thing, okay? In high school, I really didn't go to high school because I was out fucking getting stoned. You know, and then when I was there, I was stoned. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, but I did graduate just for mm. anybody who's listening. I did graduate. But yeah, you know, but back then it was like two finger, one finger, one finger is $5, two fingers is $10. Oh, really? Yeah, that, was, was that how it was? Shit. It was cheap shit. You yeah. Know? yeah. It didn't get you high like nowadays. No. Holy shit, man. Fuck <laughs> the new stuff. I, just, I don't know. Are you vaping or are you actually smoking the flower itself? Uh, nowadays. Well, so like, the, do you smoke the, a joint or do you... Like I it? have. I have. Recently, I have. Okay. And then gummies I've had. Hey. And then um, I think I think that's it, right? Yeah, the, so the and then the carts, thing? the carts with the the vape kind of carts. No, oh, you I haven't. No, I haven't done that. Okay, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. But you know what? The, the reason why I try not to get stoned. Mm. God, I keep on hitting this thing. It's like, <laughs> I'm like trying to keep it close to me. Yeah. But um, the reason why I I try not to get stoned is because mm. I'll eat the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Munchies for days. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. They'll start eating the ice cream. Then the ice cream goes to chips. The chips go to cookies. The cookies go to bread. The we bread mix. go to make something that's in the frozen department, like, you know, macaroni and you cheese. You got a system. I know, for real, though. No, He's mixing things that just, don't even make sense. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I just ate all this shit. I'm like, I'm going to bed. I wake up the next morning. My stomach's all like, oh, does it feel good? Fuck? I'm like, shit. I feel that. Oh man! I, I like if I and if I do do, I like being by myself because mm. I don't like people fucking with me. Yeah, like, I feel that too. Honestly, I think lately that's that's how I've, I've I've liked to intake my cannabis. I've been I've been actually eating a lot of nurse gummies lately. Okay, to, to go to sleep, trying yeah. to relax. But I like to do it. In, I want to do the CBD. Oh yeah, I gotta yeah get but, but no, oh, but yeah. CBD we'll without the sure. without the THC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah CBD straight. Yeah, that's what we'll, he's been doing. We'll make sure that you leave with some, but um. Mm-hmm. So you you've been doing that? Yeah, man. Just um, lately, whatever it is, is, look. Josh sent me a meme yesterday, and it said, "Uh, 
2020 is our year. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 2020 is going to be our year. And that <laughs> meme moves forward. It's like the world's on fire. Oh. Like, ah! Here, let me see if I can pull it up for you for real quick so we can relay. It's freaking but hilarious. Keep talking about we, we ended 2019 on a great note, right? We yeah. ended up just like we crushed 2019. That's Towards awesome. the end of it. I mean, we had a lot of ups and downs, but we crushed it. And then we were like, yo, man, coming in 2020, we're coming in with some momentum. We're going to kill it this year. And then, boom, January hits. I mean, yeah, we're living. But weird shit's been happening, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I love SpongeBob. Like, I know, he's like probably one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. He's hilarious. That is funny. <laughs> Dude, SpongeBob is still relevant to today, you know? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? You know, yeah. That show has just been just funny to me. My mm. kids, they loved it. They really did. Just the, the I don't want to say the stupidityness, but there was like, I'm not, I'm not one of those persons that says that there was a message behind mm -hmm. it, you know, conspiracy mm -hmm. type thing, but <laughs> it was just great. I can, yeah. I can relate. Yeah, it's like South Park. I felt like SpongeBob, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's like South just, Park. I'm a goofy guy. Yeah, yeah. it's like Silliness. South Park. Yeah, so South Park's amazing too. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Actually, I do one of the um, uh, um, artists that, mm. that sketches uh, for South Park. Interesting. Yeah, okay. he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Been doing his hair for a while. Anyway, so we were talking about uh, 2019, closed it strong. We were talking, we were like, oh, we're going to kill 2020. Yeah. We got momentum this year. There's mm -hmm. no way that people can hold us down. We yeah. got this. Right. And then Kobe dies. Yeah. You know, God rest Kobe. Yeah. And then he passed away. I mean, it shook the whole LA nation. It did. You know, mm -hmm. it, it did. Dude. People were crying that, oh, yeah. you know, only saw him on TV or just. It was basically the coronavirus feeling except no coronavirus i mean people were just depressed man. right yeah right and then of course uh coronavirus it's happening man. yeah know? it's just so many people just like i was just listening to the radio and they were saying what is what is toilet paper have to do with <laughs> you know Dan and I, I were talking about that today. Oh. you know water can understand no you know you want to keep water mm -hmm. you know water is like a life source that you need you know mm -hmm. but there's tap water that you can boil the water and there's like yeah, right, there's you're so, you're but preaching. toilet paper is you're like yeah. you're what preaching. the fuck yeah, I, understand. I don't understand Listen, either. so I want to ask you guys something is this a legitimate case of a life threatening virus or is this a case of powerful media I, th I say it's both because the media is creating the hyster uh, um, hysteria. No, mm -hmm. that's right. Hysteria. No, that's right. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, it is a virus that is a, that if you do get it and you're um, they were saying that if you have any heart conditions, uh, the elderly, if you have um, um, that you need oxygen, mm -hmm. that it's going to attack you even more aggressively, mm -hmm. you know, but then you have. The, the people that are young that think that if they get it that they're gonna like die or mm -hmm. you know that are gonna get really sick mm -hmm. but no they're saying that it attacks just older people mm -hmm. you know and that if you're not healthy as well if you're malnutrition yeah you, you know it's just like you're fucked you know you're fucked but at the same time it's both to me it's both media is saying stay indoors don't do this so the economy the economy is fucking getting fucked yeah yeah it's getting hitting us really but fast then, too well, yeah too fast this is the fastest correction because you see all this media and like you would assume that okay the media is the Bro. more people that are making it so known but then all of a sudden you see the president giving us uh like pretty much telling us we're not gonna be able to travel to europe like yeah, what is I that all about? A, like, I think he's doing a great job by by really containing 
you know, mm-hmm. people saying, "Hey, don't travel over there mm-hmm. because in in Europe, the it's 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 spreading even faster, mm-hmm. and they don't have the the I don't want to say that the, we have the better you know um, hospitals and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and over there I'm sure they are and stuff like that. They're advanced medicine and mm-hmm. and you know hospitals and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. here is here in the United States is where. We want to keep everybody safe mm-hmm. in United States. This is the greatest and I don't want, land. And I don't want to yeah. say I don't care about um, no, any, no, I get what Europe you're and stuff like that. I but get what you're saying. To me, U.S. comes first. Dude, yes, exactly. United, United States is the greatest nation in the it world. It is. In it my really opinion. Is. We have a lot of rights. We, we have do. a lot of options. I mean, where else can you? Where else in the world can you come, drop a pin anywhere, and be able to make money? Yeah. Right. Anywhere. You're doing guar- anything. Yeah, you're guaranteed the pursuit of happiness here, man. Yeah, right. dude. Where yeah. else in the world 100% can you do that? 100% agree with you guys. Right? Anybody who talks shit on America or whatever, it's like, dude, get the fuck out of here already. Exactly. Because, like, this is where it's at, man. You go out, you go anywhere else in the world, you'll see how your rights are limited. Yeah, you'll right. see how your opportunities are limited. Right. Mm-hmm. You'll see in the world where nobody really gives a shit about you, dude. Yeah. Right. Don't give you know, a fuck I'm not, about your I'm not talking yeah. down to any other country. I'm just saying America is the greatest country in the world because that, of that principle alone. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of people come here from different countries. They want to come here. Damn yeah. straight. You know? They want and opportunity. I want, yeah, I want, I want them to come here. Yeah, I absolutely. Really do. Because it's, it's, it's the great country. It's the greatest country mm-hmm. in the world, bro. I mean... Like I said, man, a lot of shit happened with the coronavirus. That's a whole deeper issue about human beings and how we can get crazy and hysteria. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, in, 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 in the living in the space of fear. I mean, dude, there's videos of people slapping each other upside the head getting toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Beating each other up over water. But I still trip out to Bro. all the, um, like, because even when the swine flu was here, it was a big deal. And then now all of a sudden you see you hear about the coronavirus and you hear nba shutting down you see nhl shutting down mlb shutting yeah. down disneyland shutting down right here yeah you know? 30 days is that crazy it's, it's fucking wild man yeah. but you know what this is how wild and this is how crazy and powerful media is i turn on power 106 and of course they're taking calls of what you should do for coronavirus so stay home stay clean wash your hands i'm like dude these guys on the radio is talking about it. of course that's going to spread more fear and i'm not right. saying that you shouldn't have you, you don't have the responsibility of notifying the public but it's common sense yeah i'm just saying that you're the fact that you're covering it all of it every corner of the world is covering it. every right. channel every news outlet every non-news outlet is covering it of course it's going to create some pandemonium right yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying then you wonder why people go to costco trying to get toilet paper <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh man, it's just wild, man. It, it really is, is. It is. You know, I know they're gonna come up with a, uh, a, a vaccine for it yeah. soon because they're pumping so much money and they're working around the clock. Not just yeah. the United States, but other countries yeah. as well yeah. that has the capability of yeah. coming up with uh, mm-hmm. an antivirus, you know, mm-hmm. um, shot, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, to, to get rid of it yeah, or at least, yeah. you know, contain it. Yeah. yeah, it won't be for a couple of weeks, let alone maybe a couple of right. months. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think it would be. Um, it's going to be earlier than a couple months. I, I think, so. yeah, it's, I think it, 30 days is why they I said so. that, you know. I hope so, man. Because a lot of people are losing their shit over this. Yeah, too yeah. many. Yeah. I mean, well, it makes traffic a lot easier. Yeah, the traffic has <laughs> People are working from home. People are working from home. Less traffic, less productivity at work. I mean, Disneyland's closed. <laughs> All of the events, you know, Coachella's. those people that saved up money for a whole year, Man. like, and wanted to go those weeks that it's going to be yeah. closed yeah. and time off from work, and it's yeah. just like, yeah. 
Nope. Yeah. yeah. But it, and it, nope. I, I think it sucks, too, because, like, the media, yeah, they made it such a big deal. Um, it, Now that, like, Knott's Berry Farm is, like, closing down that, I mean, this is hurting my brother personally, you know, because he works at Knott's Berry Farm, and now he doesn't have a job for a month. Oh, man. You know? So, like, yeah, I mean, these little trickle effects really do affect everybody. They do. Even the lowest dude. Even mm-hmm. the smallest guy. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it and, sucks. you know what, thank God that, you know, something's going to hopefully happen with, you know, um, people uh, – getting paid and stuff like that mm-hmm. i think the government you know this, this administration so. is doing something that's going to help out to ease the pain yeah. you know i really yeah. do i don't I know really if it'll be enough but it's something it's something right. i mean obviously like you know he can't i won't say like he can't but the government just can't say okay well don't pay your taxes you know for well i think you know. he extended the deadline right yeah so he did that he extended mm-hmm. a tax deadline my account well, i was with him yesterday he was like damn it Trump extended the, 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 the deadline. It means I have to work twice as hard for longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because once it's done, it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once it's done, it's done. He's busy like twice a year, just like Mabari. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like weird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Crazy times we live in, bro. It is. I don't but know you know what? Happen. I'd still pick uh, the United States living here than anywhere else. For sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. Down in Mexico, they were building like you would not believe because of, of the earthquake. Mexico City. Mm. No, because oh, just the, everywhere in Mexico. Just everywhere in Mexico. Really? See, you know more than I would, though. Yeah, we, well, well, you actually go of, there. Yeah, every you, every three months I go there because oh, wow. we have a barber school over there, which I should mention, Barberia Capital, you know, is oh, cool. uh, that's that's our business partners, mm-hmm. or I'm, we're business partners of them, mm-hmm. you know, that they are making it happen over there with the barber shops, mm-hmm. you know. And anybody that goes down to Mexico City, man, should really stop in and check out Dude, what I, the barbershops look like. Or our barbershops look like. Yeah, I didn't realize until you told me too. There's a uh, there's a lot of Asian. Yeah, Mex- yeah, a lot of Japanese, Vietnamese, um, Thai are moving there, yeah. and they're they're setting up shop. There's a Chinatown mm-hmm. there. It's small, it's but they have a street that's all yeah. Chinese food and um, you know gifts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then you have a huge, I think it's a three story Japanese market. Dude, that is no, badass. Yeah. And the food is incredible. Yeah. They're opening up ramen places, sushi really? places, so much. Yeah, because I've been to them and they're 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 beautiful. Dang. The service is impeccable and it's great. I feel like it's great. for us to have a good experience there, we would have to go with you because Yeah, I already told him that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even go to Mexico without yeah. Pedro we have an because one, there. he'll tell me where to go. He speaks the language. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Because like, I feel like uh, I don't know, it's, I see all this stuff on like it being corrupted and so forth. I mean well, this is yeah, what I tell touch everybody. On sure, the corruption is there with the government. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about this new government because they have a new president that is is all about for the people. Mm-hmm. And he's doing really good. I hope that they're doing good work for the people. Mm-hmm. But, yes, there is corruption within the police and I'm sure other government officials. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, if you're looking for trouble, and this is what I tell everybody, you'll find the trouble. Sure. If you just if you go and mind your own, you know, p's and q's, and uh, just have fun, and just don't, you know, just be aware. Just like with anywhere you go, mm-hmm. just be aware. You're gonna have like, a fun time. That's like anywhere, though. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Just don't do anything dumb. Yeah. yeah. You won't get dumb shit. <laughs> don't get drunk and start, yeah. you know, breaking shit because yeah. then the cops are there like yeah. that and mm-hmm. they'll haul you away. You know, yeah. there's no offense or butts. Yeah. So they don't want that shit. And then if you go to the um, uh, uh, to the different places like Cancun, you know, any resort. Oh, yeah, it's always safe. It's, always it's safe because it's cool. you know what? And 
I don't know. I just hear that the cartels are, yeah. you know, want people to spend money there. Mm -hmm. You know, they want them to come because that's bad it's, business. It's because then people don't come, yeah. and you know, it's not it's not good for anybody. It's not good for anybody. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't look at it that way. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So, and that's the way I explain it to people when they ask me, "Was oh, it safe?" I'm like, yeah. they have armed guards yeah. like protecting the resort sometimes. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and and plus they. Certain ones, certain ones, mm -hmm. you know, when there's somebody important staying there, then yeah, mm -hmm. you know what? But for the most part, people don't want, you know, vi uh, visitors, they don't want to see armed guards because mm -hmm. then they're like wondering, well, why is there armed guards? Yeah. yeah. So that's why, I, in my belief, that mm -hmm. the cartels and what, what's been told to me, that the cartels really want people to spend money there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it helps maybe their world. I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. True. they're not going to deny money, you know? Exactly. So. I mean, true. So it's good. It's good. True. Didn't you say you were going to Mexico and then jumping over to Cuba? Or did Ye you cancel that trip? No, no. I'm um, going to Cuba. I'm um, Cuba. Uh, Cancun, Consumel, mm -hmm. and different parts of uh, the Yucatan area. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, if we have time, we'll go check out Cuba. But there's also, man, there's major corruption there. You know, I was yeah. looking up online on YouTube, like, mm -hmm. you know, going to you know, Americans going to Cuba or mm -hmm. anybody going to Cuba besides Cubans. It's like as soon as you land there, the taxis are already trying to rip you off. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Isn't that anywhere, though? Yeah, for real, though. If you don't speak the language, they're going to try to get as much out of yeah, you. Yeah, but there it's worse. Anywhere. And then you go to the um, to the restaurants and they're charging you a different price than what's yeah. on there. You well, know? you speak the language. I understand the language and yeah. I speak the language, but at the same time, it's you don't want to get in trouble in a communist sure. country. It's just like, yeah, and, and I think that. they know that, you know, they're like, oh, they're not going to make waves. They don't want to like go to the mm. jails here because I'm sure they're, they're crappy worse than anywhere else. You mm, know, yeah, probably getting it, getting out of it is even worse. It, exactly. So I'm like, okay, do I want to go on a trip like that? Nah, nah. maybe me. I'm not sure yet. I yeah. haven't figured it out. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I just really want to go. The consequences that may happen. Yeah. I, you know, I want to go somewhere. Yeah, and I already had right. bought tickets to go to Japan because my son is in the Navy, mm -hmm. and so he's stationed in um, Japan. So I wanted yeah. to go see him. I haven't seen him in a while. But you can't now because they had to exactly. That trip. So I had canceled that trip, mm -hmm. and so now I'm like, okay, well, I want to still go somewhere, you know. Yeah. So yeah, chose yeah, right Cancun. Can yeah, right on, right on. Well, I mean, uh, uh, hopefully, when we see you next time. That this thing will blow over. I'm sure it will. Life will be back yeah. to at least somewhat normal. I Maybe be not I believe normal. It, I believe it will. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And uh Thank you for having me. Oh yeah, Seriously. absolutely. I want to do it again. Yeah, yeah we definitely, will. man. Definitely. I know we didn't get to get into the like real deep stuff, but this it's is just I, I love just having conversations with people. It felt about natural anything. to me. Like I mean it should yeah. feel natural and yeah. it's just like I mean, goes hopefully, goes, you, man. hopefully yeah. you know me more now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was tripping out when we were talking to Scott that you guys had Razorbacks. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, you guys He's are a man. Yeah, yeah, He's that's awesome. Man. He's got a lot of cool And plus, stories, now we too. know that you have the school in Mexico. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. When did you start that up? Uh, pipe, uh, it's been about, oof, man. It's probably been about a good almost 10 years. Oh, wow. No, no, let, less than that. It's probably oh. about, about eight years. And it's called Casa del Bar Barbero, which is, you know, House of Barbers. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the school. And then the, uh, there's nine barber shops called Barberi Bar Bleh. My mouth is dry. Barberia Capital, mm -hmm. you know, which, you know, where we co-own, mm -hmm. you know, a small percentage. That's awesome. You know, and I'm going baby. there. Yeah. Expanding. Man, but the, they're doing it right, man. Yeah. Our business partners down there, yeah. they are doing it right. Yeah. You know, I, I, I give them. 100% credit. Right on, man. You know, they have good style. That's awesome. Right on. Right on. So do you. 
So do you. Thanks. So next time you come through, make sure you suit up, baby. I will. I know. Like I said, I was working in the warehouse and I got it's dirty. All good. So. It's all good. Yeah, I, I wore the hat. I know. I listed up the hat. hat. <laughs> I love that. All right. All cool. Right.